You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. You can't find a scripture to tell you where to live, what job to take. There are a lot of decisions in life that you just don't have a specific scripture. That is why we have passages like James chapter 4 confronting us with independent planning, making decisions in life without considering the Lord. Instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will. Each and every one of us are confronted with the big questions of life, such as where do we work, where should we live, and whether or not we should rent or own. Unfortunately, many of us approach these issues with little to no involvement with the Lord. In today's message, Pastor Danny reflects on the brevity of life and how we would do well as believers to be mindful of such. In his study, you'll learn the importance of seeking the Lord in all that you do, whether it be a practical or a life-changing decision. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Psalms, chapter 39, with today's edition of The Living Word. Psalm 39, here's what he writes. Verse 4, Show me, O Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting is my life. You've made my days a mere handbreadth. The span of my years is as nothing before you. Each man's life is but a breath. Man is a mere phantom as he goes to and fro. He bustles about, but only in vain. He heaps up wealth not knowing who will get it. Jesus told a parable in Luke 12 about a guy who hit it big. And when he hit it big, here's what he said. I'm going to build bigger barns and store my loot in these barns, and I'm going to retire early. That's the loose paraphrase, but that's basically what he's saying. And I'm going to live it up. And God says to him, you fool, this very night, Your life will be required of you. He had no idea that when he's saying this, this is his last day alive on planet Earth. Life is brief. Did you know that God wants to guide each one of us personally in life? He does. Let me tell you a couple of quick stories. 2 Samuel chapter 6 tells the story of King David, and it's, from what I understand, uh, one of the first things he did after he became king, and that is go and capture the Ark of the Covenant, which has been in enemy hands for years, and bring it to its rightful place back into Jerusalem. He goes and captures the Ark, and on the way into Jerusalem, uh, the band is playing, everybody's excited. The ark is on a cart being pulled by oxen. Uh, One of the guys walking beside the ark is named Uzzah. And as he's walking beside the ark, and everybody's excited, but the oxen stumble. And when the oxen stumble, Uzzah, motivated uh, out of good motive, uh, he reaches out to steady the ark when the oxen stumble, and God takes his life. You better know the band stopped. David's mouth is hanging wide open, and the Bible says David was angry with the Lord for taking Uzzah's life. But we know David went away, and he thought about it. 
and he meditated on what in the world could have gone so wrong. And he came to realize it was his mistake and their mistake, but he's the king. He's the main leader. Let me read you from 1 Chronicles chapter 15, verse 13, David's discovery of why Uzzah lost his life. 1 Chronicles 15, verse 13, David is speaking to the Levites, and he says, It was because you, the Levites, did not bring it up the first time that the Lord our God broke out in anger against us. We did not inquire of him about how to do it in the prescribed way. Only the Levites were to have responsibility for the ark, and it was never to be on a cart and never pulled by oxen. There were poles specifically designed and ringlets on each side of the ark that the poles were put through and the Levites were to carry this most holy piece of furniture. And it's because their steps were not ordered by the Lord that Uzzah lost his life. But when you look at the overall pattern of David's life, I can tell you this from Scripture. He learned his lesson. He learned his lesson. If you'd like to follow with me, 1 Samuel chapter 23. 1 Samuel 23 and verse 1, when David was told, look, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah and are looting the threshing floors, he inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go and attack these Philistines? And the Lord answered him, go attack the Philistines and save Keilah. But his men aren't so confident. Look at verse three. But David's men said to him here in Judah, we're afraid. How much more then if we go to Keilah against the Philistine forces? So David once again inquired of the Lord and the Lord answered him, go down to Keilah for I'm giving the Philistines into your hand. And the men were reassured and David and his men go and they indeed win a great victory against the Philistines. 1 Samuel chapter 30. David and his men have gone off, and then they come back from their trip, and when they get back to where they're camping and where they've settled for this period of time called Ziklag, it was a tragic discovery. The Amalekites had come and raided Ziklag, captured, kidnapped all of the wives and children, and burn Ziklag. You're David or any of his men. What's your first natural impulse? Get on your donkey. Let's go get those guys and rescue our family. And even though that's a natural impulse, that's not what David immediately does. Verse 7, 1 Samuel 30. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, bring the ephod. That was one of the instruments that they used to discern the will of God. Abiathar brought it to him, and David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake them? Pursue them, he answered. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. Second Samuel chapter 2. Boy, does this get practical. Chapter 2, in the course of time, verse 1, David inquired of the Lord, shall I go up to one of the towns of Judah? Now he's asking about travel plans. And the Lord said, go up. And David said, where shall I go? And the Lord said, to Hebron. You get to 2 Samuel chapter 5 and verse 18. 
Now the Philistines had come and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of the Lord, shall I go and attack the Philistines? You find it again in chapter 5, verses 22 to 25. And you see in scripture, here's the point. I hope you got it. The pattern of David's life, even though he made the terrible, terrible mistake that cost Uzzah his life, the overall pattern of his life was, Lord, I want my steps directed by you. Now, before I move on, let's think about that. You know how many decisions you and I have to make in life that you cannot go to a book of the Bible and a scripture and it tell you specifically what the answer is? I wish I had a book of the Bible. I wish I had a scripture that said to me years ago, Mary Wendy Robinson. If I'd had a scripture that said Mary Wendy Robinson, I'd have known what the will of God is, and hopefully I would have just followed the will of God instead of being engaged to Wendy Robinson on three separate occasions. It was painful for both of us. You can't find a scripture to tell you what kind of house to buy. You can't find a scripture to tell you how much to pay for that house. You can't find a scripture to tell you where to live, what job to take. There are a lot of decisions in life that you just don't have a specific scripture. That is why we have passages like James chapter 4 confronting us with independent planning, making decisions in life without considering the Lord. Instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will. I've told you before, I'm going to remind you again, whether you like it or not, my mother and my grandmother, my grandmother practically raised me because of my mother being a single mom for a, year, for a few years anyway. Uh, and anyway, my mom and my grandmother, they didn't leave me one red cent, not one red cent. And I'm not concerned about that because they left me something far more valuable. They left me examples of women who knew God. They passed on examples of women of faith. And I, I, I can hear it. I can hear both of them. And they did this regularly, regularly, either beginning a sentence or ending a sentence. Here's what they would say. The Lord willing. The Lord willing. The Lord willing. They wanted God's direction in life. They wanted God's blessing. They didn't want to move and make decisions without the Lord being in it. That's all we have time for on today's edition of The Living Word. There's more to learn from the book of James, so we hope you'll join us again. Pastor Danny Hodges leads and serves the Lord as pastor of Calvary Chapel Fellowship, and each new edition of The Living Word that you hear is from one of his messages given to the congregation. If you're in the St. Petersburg area, we want to invite you to join us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Come just as you are for a time of worship, fellowship, and studying the Bible on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. You'll be able to find directions at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you're not in the area, you can still join us virtually through our live stream. You'll find a link at the top of the page at ccfstpete.church. 
Is there anything that we can be praying about for you? If so, please email us at info at ccfstpete.church. We love that we can do this for our listeners, and we'd be happy to answer any questions you have to the best of our ability. Would you also pray for us? Please pray for Pastor Danny as he continues to share the Word of God, and for the listeners who, like you, are tuning in to hear truth and love. Pray for protection and for open hearts. Thanks for praying, and thanks for tuning in to The Living Word.